everybody. Welcome to Pale in Comparison, a proud member of the Doof Network. In this podcast, my sister uses her knowledge of the otherverse to take a look at Pact, Wildbo's least chill work, and I try to not give away any spoilers. I'm Jenny, and Malia convinced me to read Worm. I'm Malia, and Jenny convinced me to read everything else. This episode, we are covering Judgment, chapters 16.2 and 16.3. Before we get into that, however, I'd like to issue a spoiler warning. This podcast is filled with pale spoilers. If you don't know whether the wint apple falls far from the tree and don't want us to tell you, stop now, read Pale, and come back to this podcast. As for Pact, there will be full spoilers to the chapters we are covering. That's a great way to word that spoiler. <laughs> I love it. I just also think, like, if if Pale's done and people are listening to this for some reason, you know, in a couple months or whatever, they're, like, not going to remember what Anne's last name was, and they're going to be like, no, who the fuck is They're going to be like, what? what's a wint apple? The wint apple. The wint apple. <laughs> Um, by the way, I meant to ask you, but have you read the latest chapter? Yes. Oh, okay, cool. I didn't want to mention stuff in case. Thank but... you. I appreciate it. I know. Um, I have read the latest chapter, so I'm good. Yeah. I I could have done an even more obscure spoiler warning. I guess I could save it for next week, but I won't remember. If you don't know what, <sighs> sorry. I okay. It's like if you don't if you don't know what Arthur what play about mccarthyism is also the name of charles's secret plan <laughs> i want to get a reference to the crucible <laughs> i did think of that when they mentioned that i was like oh the fucking crucible the fucking crucible <sighs> i don't remember anything about that play except I don't even remember if the play makes one of the witches like a little older and weirdly sexy or if it's the movie adaptation. But I, I just remember the movie adaptation. We, I don't had remember us watch the movie adaptation and they like I think John Proctor screams like you lie or you whore or like something. In the middle of the <laughs> and that's dramatic. all I remember. And it's upsetting. I mean, I don't remember any sexy witches when I was reading it okay, maybe in high school. But, like, then again, it's been a long time. So maybe I just don't remember it. I'm sure it's a good play, but it didn't make me feel good to read it. And so I don't need it in my life. <laughs> but it is one of those works that is just, like, you know, it's yeah. it's there, man. It's the crucible. I spent, like, 15 minutes today trying to figure out what the phrase go through the crucible or whatever being put through the crucible, like, where that comes from. And, like, when you Google the crucible, the play comes up. And so when you Google, like, go through the crucible, they're like, there's this play. And also, it's a it's a thing you melt metal in. And I'm like, okay. Yes, the metal. That's the important part, of course. Because I don't... Is Does the phrase come from the fact that Arthur Miller chose to name his play The Crucible? Because that's insane. Anyway. I mean, I don't know. That's, <laughs> that's a question. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm going to talk about our summary for this week. <laughs> So everyone goes to the Laird's or to Laird's house for protection. I should have said Laird's lair, but I didn't. Uh, the Laird. The uh. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Okay, I have to say it. Everyone goes to the Laird. <laughs> oh, it's so stupid. Okay, no. Edit everything out. Which I mean, I know you won't. So never mind. Absolutely not. I, need to just, I should just not say that. Um <laughs> There's no point. Okay, everyone go to like, you know, Laird's crib. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. 
Everyone like, goes there. Everyone goes to the house for protection. Um, Isidore and Paige reveal the fake Laird and Fell waiting to ambush them. While Rose contemplates how annoying vestiges are, Blake helps Rose remember a chant, and she almost sacrifices them both. Everyone burns the house down, and they save Laird's children. Uh, the group runs to the church and starts a council meeting, which is kind of just sounds weird out of context. Everyone introduces themselves, and Rose explains what's going on. Rose and the elder sisters state their demands, and they de- invite Miss Lewis inside. <laughs> what do you think of these chapters, Malia? It it feels like we're coming full circle, which is fun. You know, like we're 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 hitting all the places. Um, like. Not exactly in order in the story, but we, you know, we go to Laird's house, which was arc three, and we're back in the church at a council meeting, which is arc two, and it's just like fun. Like, are we going to go to the fucking grocery store that Blake uh, got? He punched Callan. I don't remember. Um, like, <gasps> maybe we'll go to the the ice cream shop. Um, gotta hit all the spots. Um, maybe we'll get yeah. some pizza. I guess I was a delivery <laughs> guy. But, yeah, <laughs> that would be fun. Um. <laughs> And yeah, it, it feels like like I still don't know exactly how this book is going to end in like seven chapters or whatever. But it, it feels like we're like I guess it's a little bit more than that maybe, but we're we're really starting to bring things together. Um, it's just it's like the Laird's house part was like cool and stuff, and it's I guess good to explain why they didn't go to the place that is like notoriously protected from the specific demons that are in the town, um, or like why that doesn't work. But when I think of this chapter, I think of the council or these chapters, I think of the council meeting. I like forget the whole layered part. The um, layered. The layered. But also your chapter summary made me want some sort of like parody adaptation of Pact in the 90s. Because like <laughs> Laird's crib and like <laughs> the fake the fake dudes like, oh, like oh, they're, man. What they're posers. posers. <laughs> I hate this. Um, but i think that'd be really fun because the jeremy chapter was so fun that was set in like the 90s or whatever and i just think it'd be really fun to see these people be ridiculous um Um, man if we didn't already have a fantastic discussion question i feel like (laughs) we could do something anyway there was like the so it's not pip my ride the crib show yeah like this is my crib isn't it just called cribs yeah <sighs> just imagine like mtv cribs like featuring the laird featuring laird babe uh, yeah i call <laughs> mtv cribs in jacob's bell would be really fun and really stupid <laughs> no one's house is that cool but also I mean, if it was like practitioner, it would be cribs, so cool if practitioner cool. houses yeah laird the laird and then the fucking <laughs> demon house i mean Hillside House, yeah, Hillside yeah, House got a cool name. Like, a fucking like creepy ass, like like you know, the North End, the North End. Does he like, even have a house? He just yeah, he just fucking has... the Crones, the Crones oh, crib, god, the like cottage thing. Oh god, yeah. Like there's there's some good stuff you could you know. They, Briar they, girl <laughs> will be like, this is the log I sit on sometimes. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, there's a, there's a market there. <laughs> People would watch that. God, now, yeah, now I I want to ask like, what famous reality show would be best for Kenneth or Jacob's Bell? Because also, like, Pit My Ride could be fun, 
but none of these people have like <laughs> cars. What are the other ones? There was like the 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 like love shows. Um, there's the one that's going on right now on Netflix, which I haven't actually seen because I just can't. I haven't been able to bring myself to like be that to you know watch something that trashy yet. But like, mm-hmm. it's probably it's probably coming because like sometimes <laughs> you just have this trashy. You know, you just you just want to watch someone else's yeah. train wreck so you don't have yeah. to pay attention to your own. Um, <laughs> is it Married at First Sight? oh okay i feel like i've heard of this yeah i haven't seen it but my friend at work was basically saying it's like everybody's trashy as it sounds <laughs> and she's like it just makes you feel so good about your life because you're like man i'm not that messed up you know and that's the real draw to these types of not the not the mtv cribs that one makes you jealous as hell yeah. but then it gets balanced out by watching yeah like mary edford's site um right. you're like i'm not an idiot <laughs> so <laughs> or i'm not insane at least because <laughs> shockingly like they i mean because you're like why would they need you know what would their next episode be after the first one of them getting married shockingly these marriages don't you know aren't necessarily that stable <laughs> <laughs> so they have a lot of a lot of content <laughs> to show <laughs> That's what we all want. Uh, okay, I like. I really want to ask that, but we have another discussion question that we already have locked down. Right, but so maybe it'll come back someday. We can we can either come back to it someday, or we could have it as a bonus discussion question, maybe because it is really good. Oh, man, I'm just thinking of all those old like. I just yeah, like they would I'll... never do it because it'd be like, oh, I have secrets, but like. I know if Grandma like, Rose was like, here's my demon library. God, that'd be so iconic. Well, like, if they're like, okay, like, as a practitioner, you have to make a, you know, MTV Cribs video just for your family, just to like uh, show where all the family secrets are. Yeah. And then someone fun. just got a hold of them, you know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're all fucked. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. You can think of this house as a demon sandwich. <laughs> There's one on the top and one on the bottom. <laughs> uh, okay. All right. Anyway. Ah, oh, man. It's been a long time since I saw this. Now I want the Gordon Ramsay like, gif of, like, I'm an idiot sandwich, but, like, Hills Glade House. <laughs> <laughs> With two demons on each side. Uh-huh. Or one, e- one demon on each side. What are hmm. you? Demon I mean, sandwich. that's fair. You could definitely call that an idiot sandwich. Because, like, what kind of fucking idiots would, like, you know, I don't know. It's just... Or insanity yeah, the first sandwich. Thorburn really fucking sucked. Can we all agree? Yeah, she fucking yeah, like, sucked. What the fuck, man. Like, yeah. out of everything you could have done. Right. Like, why? Yep. Teenage Rebellion. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully not. That's like some... I mean, it worked, I guess. They're like, mission accomplished. Yeah. All right. Anyway. Everyone goes to the Laird. I have to say it now. <laughs> Fuck. So good. Yeah, everyone goes to the Laird for protection. <laughs> um, Isadora and Paige revealed the false um, Laird and Fail, waiting to ambush them. While Rose contemplates how annoying vestiges are. Yeah, this is another thought I had. Um, why? So, like a domain, you claim it, and it's your piece, and then forever, it's like weirdly messed up in terms of the universe or whatever. And Jacob's Bell's not that big. And it seems, I mean, I guess maybe these families haven't lived there for that long. But, like, presumably this wasn't Eamon's house and, like, Eamon's domain or whatever. And maybe, I don't know, like, like 
I guess also most practitioners don't have all three or whatever, but are they all going around just like constantly taking up spaces all over? Like why, why is this Laird's and not anyone else's anyway? Sorry. I, 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 okay. While you were saying that I was pondering Uh and like maybe the whole thing with domains is like a big like metaphor for pollution. Huh? Why? How? <laughs> because think of like the practitioners as like you know the big companies Muck. that don't give a fuck. Okay, okay, okay. and yeah, they're yeah, just yeah. like you know, well, we want a domain, so I'm gonna make my domain here. After I'm gone, it's gonna be fucked forever. <laughs> but I don't care because I get what I want out of it right now. <laughs> yeah, that's true, right? Because it's like you know, there's nat- like you know, like they're using up all the natural resources. Eventually, theoretically, there's not going to be any more space, right? Right, and it's all going to be like weirdly twisted. It is. I feel like I don't know how I feel about whether a domain should immediately cease to exist and revert to normal the moment the practitioner dies or not. I guess one problem is that like death isn't like super clear in the otherverse necessarily. If like there's the abyss and different things people can like fall into. But also, it's nice to, like, pass something down. But it's not, like... I mean, it doesn't seem like the next person, like... Like, that you can inherit a domain and just, like, bam, I have it. Like, it's mine now. It seems like this weird thing that still has some residual something. But also, I can't... I don't know. Basically, it's nice to, like, pass things down. But also, maybe when you don't exist anymore. I mean, I guess, like, like, implements are still kind of cool objects after the person dies. Familiar just goes back to, like, absolute whatever. Yeah. Or dies immediately if you're Grandma Rose's cat. Uh, I don't know. I want an explanation about the cat. I mean, we're not at the end of the story yet, Malia. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so just wait. Be like, oh my gosh, the cereal was everything. <laughs> I just We haven't mentioned the nurse again, and that's cool. He can, like, go off into obscurity, but I want to know what's up with the cat. <sighs> Because, like, will Snowdrop di- drop dead the moment Avery dies? Honestly, this is probably kind of a depressing thing to say, but I think in, the, in that case, yes. Because her lifespan normally was already like so would've... short. Yes. So presumably, it's not like we're totally paused with her. She's, like, still kind of developing, but will live as long as Avery does. And then it'll be like, would you still be alive? Nope, dead. <laughs> Because otherwise the cat wouldn't have just, like, immediately dropped dead. It would be really funny, actually, if the cat was like, I'm going to pretend to be dead. That'll be funny. That'll freak them all out. (laughs) Mission accomplished. And or was it, like, because, like, if it hadn't died and Molly had, like, inherited a cat, it could just be around to, like, fuck with her and or, like, leave. That could be really useful to have a familiar, depending on how much of a dick they were, to be like, hey... Here's the key to the stuff. I mean, I'm going to just throw it out there. It's a pretty big possibility that they'd be a pretty big ass. Big <laughs> asshole, you know? <laughs> this is, but maybe an asshole like Grandma Rose, you know? Like, maybe, like, they'd maybe want, they'd agree, asshole. and they'd want, I mean, I guess if you're Molly, like, you're fucked. Yeah. Yeah, she had no damn chance. The more I learn about this, the more upset I am about Molly. Like, oh my god. <laughs> like, why not just go immediately? I guess if you're like, I'll give it to a girl, grandchild. And then you're like, that one, Ambrose. But also, can't you just make the demon cut them in half right then? Or something? Maybe there wasn't so then, a convenient time. <laughs> but I guess you want... <laughs> ro- is it because... Okay. 
Because then Blake would be out and they'd be all like, what the fuck? But also get fucked. It's going to be. Well, because well, you have to, you, has to you go said... to a girl first and then Cause she go said to it. Blake. But if she, she dies, then... like she can't be forced. <laughs> so fuck it. Right? <laughs> would that forswear her air? That doesn't make sense. That's hilarious. It's not like the karma is going to get much worse. Right. That's the biggest fuck you of all to be like, just kidding. <laughs> not a girl. She should have uh, said that. I don't know. She should have just like kept her options open. I don't know. Maybe it was like a whole family. Well, I mean, yeah, it was a family thing. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. We haven't talked about this chapter yet. Okay. <laughs> so. Correct. Yeah. And then, so we're, we're also still in Rose's head, which is notable. Um, I was trying to think, like, do I have a prediction of when we're like, we're going to get back to Blake. Do I have a prediction of when we're going to get back to Blake? Is it going to be like 16.13, which I think is the last chapter? Or is it going to be like 16.5? Well, I guess we'll find out if it's 16.5 very soon. I'm gonna, mm, I like 16.5. Fuck it. It's going to be 16.5. We get back into Blake more. Um, yeah, I hope he's... I mean, Rose seems to be like, he keeps getting weaker. Like, that sucks. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> um, so yeah, Alistair's like, hey, my uncle Laird, he set up good protections against Barbatorum specifically. Because we've been planning this for a li- for some time, and I still don't get why Laird like acquiesced to death. Sort of, he was like, "Yeah, conquest. I guess I'll be your new body." Like, there's so many questions. It's fine. Okay, we're going. We're going to the house. And the idea that Johannes could be a contender for Lord again is so upsetting. Because, like, so I guess he's not dead. Could Barbatorum possess a dead body? Because, like, you know, like, Malia, I think if it- you put your mind to anything. <laughs> That's so inspirational. <laughs> I think that what I thought happened <clears throat> was that Barbatorum possesses Johannes and then Blake slashes his eyes and uh I guess that doesn't necessarily kill you. And then he fall he fell a long way. Yeah. I just assumed that he died in that during that whole thing, and that like maybe he was also trapped in the body for a bit because he can't get out because the eyes are fucked up. But it sounds like he didn't die. Or like, like he basic like he doesn't matter anymore. Presumably, if Barbatorum left and he was still alive, like he, I don't even know, I don't know. But like, you know, the the pipes and the dog, presumably. God, face all such a fucking like complete dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> like, how on earth could you ever fucking risk this happening? Like, cause like, oh, what he? <clears throat> okay, he sends. <laughs> He sends his like familiar master dude into the depths with a demon, and then he's basically like, "Like bitch, I dare you! Like fucking look at him! Like fucking look!" And like he seems to not have known what the actual consequences of that would be, and that's so stupid. Like, yeah, it's so dumb. Like, if there's like a one percent chance that the demon will have control over you because the dude with the pipes that control you, like. What the fuck? Also, why didn't Johannes use his pipes against Faisal to be like, don't be a dickhead. Do 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 do. Let us out of the abyss. Do 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 do. God damn. These fucking dumbasses. I can't. <laughs> Is there another verse? <laughs> Put the demon in a box. Doodly doodly doo. 
Um, yeah, I mean, that's exactly how the pipes sound. <laughs> I mean, why not? I don't know. If I was a little kid, I'd be like, yeah, this is fun. Yeah, well, that's why the pipes control the kids. and be like, yeah, the doodly doodly do. I can't resist, man. I just remember Johanna do shop exists. I can't with this story. Like, I can't. <laughs> Look, I mean, maybe Johanna's. I mean, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. It's so bad. It's so bad. Uh, oh I mean, there's a lot of stuff going on. Like, maybe he just like forgot about his flute. <laughs> forgot about the pipes. I guess. I mean, it seems like he he didn't want to be like a dick. It like. Maybe it didn't occur to him. I could see it not occurring to him as he's falling into the abyss. Especially, I face all like takes over at that point. So then he was kind of fucked. So that's fair. <sighs> so many things went wrong in this story. I so wonder if things. so. It'd be it'd be really cool if somehow so Patrick is around as Joanna Duchamp, and that fact somehow prevents Barbatorum from taking control of. That child who isn't a child. But also, I think that we've seen that when he gets like glamoury, he kind of like sinks into it more. So I bet he'll get fucking eaten or whatever, too. Yeah. <sighs> Malia, I gotta tell you, I'm gonna have that stupid little song you just came up with stuck in my head for the rest of the damn night. Do, 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 do. <laughs> All right, what's another verse? God damn um i'm gonna do this at every new section <laughs> i feel like everyone goes to laird's house to- <laughs> <laughs> everyone go to laird's house do- 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 do. <clears throat> i'm like what would johannes want to like specifically say to face off anyway you know emily you got some time to think about it so. <laughs> okay oh my gosh we have not gotten anywhere let's keep talking <laughs> holy crap okay um we get a fun beat that i so i don't know if i predicted this yet but i'll just do it because why not but we get a fun beat where evan realizes that elder sister is an elementalist which means she can make him into a firebird mm-hmm. and he starts to ask <laughs> and like tie tiff rose mm-hmm. maybe alistair are all like no like good <laughs> and it like i'm like is this just a running gag or is this like the whole blake is gonna get set on fire and then it actually happened so i'm gonna say evan is gonna turn into a fire sparrow hmm. um because it's just so funny that it's not even that he hasn't let go of it he's still actively seeking out ways to make it happen which is insane <laughs> he's so cool i know um <clears throat> but yeah so emily um emily malcolm no, Emily Atwell, because Malcolm is his first name. Emily Atwell, I think, realizes that there's some shit going down uh, because she recognizes the illusion magic that Fell is doing. And like, as a practitioner, she's like trained to recognize this shit, but also like she's been doing this for like max two months. And so that's really impressive that she's that able to recognize really this. Mm-hmm. And like, good for her. And like, we're reminded at some point where she's like, I've never seen him like this. And Jeremy's like, oh, I have. And it's like, yeah, if 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 it was just Emily here, like, Fel wouldn't be this effective because yeah. it's based on the memories of people around. And that's fascinating. That honestly is really interesting. Yeah. And then we remember that Emily and sort of Evan are children and that the pipes exist and we get upset. 
and we completely nope out of that whole thing and we move on that might have actually been a little bit later that we remember that but it's really upsetting (laughs) um so then instead of emily dispelling the stuff isadora's like Paige, it's time to practice (laughs) um and it's cool getting to see a little bit about like Paige as a practitioner and her whole thing um yeah you know she somebody shines light and she uses it reflects it in a knife and it like cuts through the illusion and that was really cool um and it like allows us to see um isadora in the next chapter says that Paige is like it it seems like isadora needs Paige to do some stuff and that's really fascinating Mm -hmm. um and i i can get that like others have often like specific skills maybe aren't as like versatile or something um like i can't see isadora like getting out a knife and what like you know she'd have to just be like and it's gone i'm isadora um but this was exciting um and also fell's practice is so fucking cool i like forgot how fucking cool it was like it's like sand and like you know he's able to create things that look like him and totally misdirect and um it's just yeah, like he's cool. It's so cool. And like <laughs> Peter's trying to be helpful. This is a little bit later, but Peter's trying to be helpful. And he's like, hey, I've seen like in movies, you you see the footprints, you know? Like, yeah, footprints. Like, where are they? And Emily's like, I learned how to not leave footprints my second day doing this. <laughs> <laughs> and Peter's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. like he's like embarrassed basically at this. And also is kind of like, well, aren't you? Whatever. And, and then Ainsley hits him and Paige like glares at him and like it's so fun like <laughs> every time you know Peter and Ainsley interact it's like a reminder that like there's something there that's very tantalizing and then with Rose not Rose with Paige just like I'm fascinated by their dynamic we've seen so little of yeah. them together and We've really seen a lot less of Paige than I expected in this story. Like we've seen, a, we've we know Peter a lot better as readers, um, especially because our best memories of Paige are skewed from how she is now. Yeah. Um, and I'm just fascinated, and I'm sitting here realizing that Paige doesn't know Blake exists. That's fun. Oh, okay. That's kind of wild. Um, yeah, because she like again hasn't been around, and so she doesn't. That's right. Because, mm. yeah, yeah, that's weird. And I keep thinking, like, Paige and Peter are also cut in half. Like, there's something with twins and siblings and, you know, brothers and sisters in this story that pervades through the whole thing. And they're just an example that I'm obsessed with. Um, But, yeah, so Laird's like, hey, Alistair, did you lose something? <laughs> and is wearing the Baham ring, although we all kind of agree that it's not actually the Baham ring. Um, but we also remember that the Baham ring is like in the abyss question mark, which is upsetting. Yeah, it's a bummer. And um, Laird's like, yeah, see, this is still my house and unlocks the door, but then he can't get in. And that was fun. Um, <laughs> yeah. But, um, you know, basically it's like the lawyers are coming after them. Um, Laird and Fell can still like kill a lot of the people that are here in horrible ways. Mm-hmm. And we need to be able to get into the house or we need to like prevent them from using this as a uh, resource, I guess. And so when it becomes clear that like the lawyers are almost there and they don't have time, they need to destroy the house. Um, 
Unfortunately, Laird's family is in the house. Um, yeah. So, you know, Alistair and Ainsley both, like, make a break for the house. Ainsley's gotten in contact with Laird's wife. I kind of told her what's up. Um, them making a break for the house somehow allows Laird to get in. I don't know. There was a lot of stuff happening at this point. Yeah, so Laird's, like, fair. gonna, f- you know, murder his family horribly uh, in a way that is so upsettingly depressing because it makes you think back to arc two when he says, like, if the thing in your grandmother's attic was going to get near my children, I would shoot them both in the head myself. Yeah. yeah. And so the fact that this is happening is so awful. And, like, I'm happy they didn't die, but it's so sad that his wife does. And you got to think, like, bad. does she give into it in the way that Diana almost did? Yeah. Um, and it's so sad. But Isadora saves them. Isadora does something, which was really exciting. Um, she snatches those boys out of that house, flies down to the street. It's awesome. It's pretty sweet. <clears throat> and I feel bad for those kids. I know! <laughs> it's so awful! It's awful. Especially because presumably they saw their, like, demon dad and are gonna realize and learn what happened and just, like, oh my god. It's so awful. It's awful. <sighs> and they're so convincing. So, mm-hmm. And stuff. So, yeah. Well, okay. as, as you said, they, uh... uh... Sorry, I, like, skipped a bunch of stuff. But it's all right. Well, yeah, they end up burning the house down and saving Laird's children. Um, not the wife, unfortunately. Uh, Blake also helps Rose remember a chant, and she almost sacrifices them both. Yay! So thanks. <laughs> yeah, and Green Eyes gets pissed off about that. Oh, I wonder. That is phrasing it that way. I kind of thought she like miscalculated and fucked up more than like almost pulled a Blake. Um, and I feel like this is an indication that they're fusing more than they're. Hmm. Um. Then Blake is like just being ground down by her or whatever. Hmm. Um. Because like, yeah, she fell is gonna shoot at her, but yeah. she uses conquest to make him stop. But then that's a very strong connection <laughs> between fell and conquest, who's inside of Rose, and so the 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 gross corruption starts flowing toward her. So if she looks away and she breaks that connection. He's going to shoot her. Yeah. And if she keeps looking, he's not going to shoot her. And that's, it's so bad. And Green Eyes comes in so fucking clutch. And it's just like, it's a fun reminder of like how powerful perspective is and how like, you know, I mean, Blake is really bad about leaving Green Eyes behind and all that sort of stuff. Um, But we probably have a sense of where she was or what she was doing. And like, we had no idea if she was even here, you know, because Rose is not yeah. paying attention to that. And so I was just, I mean, this was very clutch. Um, wonder if she would have done this if Blake wasn't possessed or possessing Rose. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, I wonder what the, the chant is also. If it's, I mean, it seems like this you is know something. It. Yeah. I mean, I don't know that many songs in Latin yeah. or whatever. And especially not too many that are that long. But it was kind of fun to think about. Yeah. That's it. Pretty interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder what Wildbo was thinking about in particular. Yeah. Like, if he was thinking of one. If he found one, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so then Fell shoots Ty, which was really upsetting. And we don't mm-hmm. know how he's doing, but presumably he's lying down in the church somewhere. <laughs> because he didn't die. Um, Yay. <clears throat> thinking about the possibility that Alexis, Ty, and Tiff all, like, die slash meet horrible ends was really upsetting. Um, 
the idea that Blake like led his friends to really horrible fates because they loved him so much. Um, Very sad. Is awful. And so hopefully Ty and Tiffany make it. I still don't feel any closure over Alexis. And maybe that's like the point. Um, she deserves a poem. At the end of this, um, I need to find poems. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. She does deserve a poem. <laughs> yeah. Is that it? I think so. I don't know. I feel like I talked about all this stuff. Kind of didn't mention the lawyers catching up, I guess. Oh, the lawyers catch up. But then we run away. Burning. What? The the house burning. Yeah. But fair enough. I mean, oh, the eye burns the house down. That was kind of fun. Yeah. He seems like he's working for um, the elder sister, which is, I guess, fun. Makes sense thematically. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And that for Laird's wife. It's very sad. It's so awful. Yeah. It's pretty awful. It's so awful. Well, the group leaves that awfulness behind and uh, goes to a council meeting. Yay! Um, <laughs> Which just sounds so mundane, even though it's not. This is what we needed. We needed a regroup. We needed a like a game plan. We needed a like you know strategy meeting. Like this was so. I was so hyped for this. Um, I was like weirdly, like I was surprised that other people were here like waiting, but also it makes sense, I guess, and it was really good. <laughs> um, so the they're allowed in uh they ask that the people reaffirm that this is a sanctuary um if they you know are regular attenders at the council meetings or whatever um rose is too tired and she figures she's sort of been to half of a council meeting like in a mirror so it won't really help (laughs) or matter if she doesn't say anything and here's i guess hint number two that they're fusing or something is going on because Mag says, hi, Blake. <laughs> yep. And Rose decides to yet again take one of Nick's weapons and, like, hold it to Mag's throat. Um, not a gun, but, you know, a machete or whatever. So that's fun. Kind and of. Rose is basically like, hi, are you, Pat? Are you, Podrick? Um, which does, this feels like kind of a Blake-ish move. Um, yeah. It's very aggressive. I mean, Rose could be kind of aggressive, but um yeah apparently mags had her side on and apparently rose just looks like blake now in the site or at least mags's site so that's fun that's fun that's hilarious <laughs> um but also what does that mean like when's the last time mags saw blake i mean she did see him in the mirror world while he was kind of sort of tree man um i don't remember if she saw him out of the mirror world because maybe we see, she could just tell what his features look like. I, I guess I'm just if if he just looks does he does he look like human Blake to her now? That's um, a great question. Yeah. Anyway, means something. <laughs> um, but they go in and um some people are there and Green Eyes doesn't sit with the Thorburn. She goes and sits with the boogeyman um at the back of the church. Rose goes and sits by Alistair, which is really cute. Um, and she's like, I've never had a boyfriend. What do I do? This is weird. Do I do this? Is this weird? But I think it was like a good affirming thing. I think Alistair could use some affirmation. And I think that her going and sitting next to him was like, good. I'm with you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then all the Thorburns are sitting near them. And it's so nice. Like fucking Paige sits by them and it makes me want to cry. Like it actually makes me (laughs) like she doesn't sit by Isadora. Like she doesn't. I love this stupid fucking family. 
<laughs> They're so awful. And I love so them stupid. so much. <laughs> uh, <sighs> I mean, I still hate all the adults or whatever. Like, it's like, I guess it's just like these kids have been through a lot. And oh, yeah, it's crazy. Peter, you know, they're all kind of discovering that maybe they don't hate each other. Um, and so Peter's, you know, catching Paige up and telling her about Kathy and Callan. And Paige is kind of like, yeah, I don't know how I feel about that. Because, you know, Paige hasn't been here for all the like trauma bonding in yeah. the last 24 hours. And, you know, Peter says you can hate him and still be sad that family met a bad end. And so, you know, Kristoff gets defensive. Yeah. Because he's like, he, he, you know, he died a hero. He like, he saved you. He saved us. Like, why? Why would you hate him? And Peter's like, yeah, I mean, sure. But also he made my life hell. And so why should I forgive him? And of course, he's saying that as part of like the demon family who's like fucked over this whole town <laughs> in the middle of a room <laughs> with a bunch of people. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But, um, you know, I don't know. They're talking and they're thinking and they're expressing and they're. Yeah. And. Peter and Roxanne are besties, as evidenced by the fact that Peter calls Paige out for being a lesbian um, by, like, you know, making lewd comments about Isadora. Um, it's fun that he... I'm assuming that this is him figuring out that she's a lesbian. Because, um, mm. like, I don't think Blake knew until... I mean, Blake hadn't seen her in years. Never mind. I mean, but presumably Peter hadn't seen her in a while either. Well, didn't um, Peter tell, like freaking grandma rose and that's why like Paige didn't get the i mean we don't know what he told her right yeah i guess so but that's what we that's what i assumed i mean i i have at times assumed that but also he's like you're into tits and like if you're into pussy well meow oh well roxanne says meow which was so fucking good and i died and they're best friends and i want them to be a dynamic duo except no Uh, but it, it seems like this was him learning that. It might not have been. I don't know. It could have been like, yeah, no, it, yeah. Anyway, I don't know. Well, everyone introduces themselves to each other. Oh, wait, no, first, first, all right. Rose, Rose. Also, Rose and Paige are the same person in my head, and I don't know. Anyway, Paige says, like, I loathe you, and Peter says, I love you too. And I think that, like, it's true for both of them that, like, yeah. The, they hate each other and they love each other and I hate it and I'm gonna cry and I hate it. of a love-hate relationship right there. Is the Thor mostly Peter and Paige. <laughs> yeah. I fucking love it. I can't. Okay. Alright. Now everyone introduces themselves. <laughs> um, It's interesting Max being in charge of this meeting. You know, the last time we saw a council meeting, Laird was very in charge. Max was like the weird kid that everyone was like, should we kill her? Like, like... <laughs> <laughs> with the fucking fairies and stuff like it's yeah it's like oh yeah she is ambassador like this is her job and she does do it and they respect that which is cool um i wonder if part of that is with like sandra you know likes mags a lot and helping her establish a stronger claim as ambassador helps her not fall into the abyss um so i wonder if that's a little bit part of it but maybe yeah um yeah, and so then we're able to see some other differences from the first council meeting. Uh, the Duchamps have splintered into several separate groups who are sitting apart. And Sandra's upset because Blake destroyed the husband contingent. 
yeah. uh, more thoroughly than he intended. Um, and then we see the the Bahames, and again, it's different. You know, Alistair's in charge. Um, they're not at the, you know, one of their members isn't leading this meeting. Um, Johannes is fucking not there. <laughs> yep. <laughs> this is when Mags Thank learns goodness. that he's been possessed by a demon, which, I mean, when else would she learn, I guess? So that's fun. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Briar Girl's here. The familiar isn't mentioned, which is interesting, but presumably the familiar's here too. Um, the there's some others around. Andy and Eva are there, you know, fucking fixtures. Uh, but Cronmara is not there. She's probably still crying in the woods or whatever. And the fairy aren't there, which yeah. I guess they know when to fucking dip, but also they love the drama, so I don't know. Um, yeah. And then Mags is so fucking rude and skips over the Thorburns entirely, <laughs> um, which is a joke. Okay. And <laughs> is like, uh, everyone else, I don't fucking know you. Can you take over? And Elder Sister's like, oh, we've met. <laughs> and Mags is like, oh, I know we haven't. And Isadora has to be like, oh, yeah, so that wasn't her. It was a fairy. It was a whole thing. <laughs> so we're all learning things about truth and reality which is fun yeah um rose thinks about how she's worried about drawing on the conquest connection because fell uh corrupted it um and so that's good good to maybe lay off hopefully good for blake yeah like girl you've been uh a little bit going too hard on the conquest um so isadora starts isadora's like i'm isadora i'm kind of a big deal also, there's Paige. She's my bitch. <laughs> and Peter makes fun of her. It's all great. Uh, yeah, it's Jeremy's cool. like, hi, I'm here. I'm not very useful right now, but I exist. Um, I wonder if seeing Sandra is upsetting. Uh, well, but didn't use this moment to rip Go out to our stomachs even more, yeah. which he probably should have, because I'm emotionally vulnerable. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, next time... <laughs> I guess if we have like Peter and Paige emotions, we can't have too many other emotions happening. Um, Elder Sister's like, hi, I am a big deal, and these are some of my bitches, and the eyes here too. And Emily's like, hi, I'm Emily. <laughs> She's so cute. Um, also, where's her grandma or whatever, and why is she allowed to? I mean, why? She should not be here. Anyway. Um, and then Diana's like, hi, I suck, but I'm here, I guess. And like, please go to therapy. Mm-hmm. Like, please go to therapy. <laughs> <laughs> and we get a stock that, you know, so Jeremy has jack shit. Uh, unclear what some of the others have. Diana has like one thingy and a charge left. So kind of two thingies. <laughs> Constructs. Uh, Nick's like, hi, we're here. We like guns more than we like the practice. But if you draw some runes on guns that's even better um he doesn't mention like not having any bullets left uh but and then there's some fucking guy what the fuck is this (laughs) what the fuck is this is this man important why is he here why is this man being introduced in right now (laughs) partway through this like the last fucking arc of this story like who the fuck are you i'm the queen's man there's a queen in a realm i don't know i'm here like (laughs) what the fuck like like is he like a lost and it's like soot sleeves dude um is he 
is he important? Do I have to remember that he exists? Do I have to understand his thing? Because like Rose is like, oh, he like doesn't matter. That's why I haven't noticed him. But also, eh? <laughs> like, is that the joke? Is that like kind of the fun? Like, is this like Wild Bill releasing some of the tension by being like this fucking guy? <laughs> like, like we have Evan and Peter. Like, we don't need like to be confused by this man. <laughs> I mean, I like his vibe. I just. <laughs> I every time once in a while I remember the fact that there was some like I don't remember who was a boogeyman. There was like a like a multicolored resplendent dude, and he got stuck in our group when we split off with the the two the Rose and the Bahame when they like picked teams or whatever. And I was like, cool, we're gonna see this fucking guy. And nope, never mentioned again, never again. <laughs> and like, is this man that, or is it some weird pattern where like like this is that dude? Like, 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 are all these, like, people that we've dropped off and left at the fringes gonna, like, come back? I mean, I know that's your dream. <laughs> I just feel like in, like, six months, I'm gonna be like, who the fuck was that? <laughs> it is possible. <sighs> yeah. So, it feels funny to go into this from there, but Rose explains <laughs> what's going on. <laughs> and uh, Rose and the elder sister state their demands and what they want. So Mags turns to the Thorburns to be like, also here are the Thorburns. Rose, what the fuck? Get up here. And Rose is like, oh, Mags wasn't like being rude or incompetent. She was like, you know, she had thought this through slightly. Um, which I can't tell if that is like a, like that's kind of an arrogant Rose thought, I think. Because I think both Blake and Rose are like kind of good at like, I mean, I guess Blake is good at reading the room, such as it were, more. Like he's better <laughs> at people. And so yeah. he's probably better at thinking about these sorts of things. Anyway, um, Mags is like, these are the Thorburns. And then like, they all stand like Paige stands like, cause Paige has already stood up, but she still stands with her family. And like, that's so good. <laughs> she mm-hmm. does not need to, like, she does not need to be sitting with them. Like she does not need to be a Thorburn anymore. Like she could just like, you know, she's in Toronto she has a sphinx lady like uh i just i don't know it's really comforting yeah um like like evan she mentions evan standing which is funny um but you know because it's it's the cousins that are here um let me see we've got ellie peter Paige, um christoph roxanne and then there's tiff and then there's evan because ty is hopefully not dead somewhere mm-hmm. um and she just talks about like how gratifying it is that like this like she's not alone. Like like she has her own little like group. And even though it's kind of them against the world right now. I mean there's Alistair too. Yeah. Um it's cause it's not like, oh, these are the Bahames and they accepted me, I guess. It's like these are mine. Um and it's so good. Um But yeah, so Rose goes up Rose goes up and she's like, Cool, let me talk about these lawyers. <laughs> She's like, they like cosplay as lawyers. It's a whole thing. Um, cosplay as lawyers. Yeah. You know, they they like to, they're not, they're sort of lawyers. Um, yeah. And they're really <laughs> strong, but they don't like to use the power on themselves uh, because of, I guess in a way, it's kind of like Jeremy, um, where if they use up all their power that the demon overlords have kind of given to them the demon overlords will get annoyed and not mm. help them anymore. Yeah. Um, 
so they hold on to as much of it as they can and they dole it out in small amounts. Um, they're like thrilled about the whole Johannes Barbatorum face all thing that's going on. Oh yeah. Because <laughs> that's like an influx of power that they can now use in this situation. Um, and these are like the worst people that have ever lived because they were so shit in life that not only did they rack up insane amounts of karmic debt by doing like horrendously awful things, they then dipped and sold out humanity even more so that they wouldn't have to deal with the consequences of their actions. Um, and their whole thing is like, if we can recruit more people, then like I personally can like, I don't know, cease to exist faster. I'm not really sure what their goal is. Um, <laughs> I can go to hell faster. Um, pretty much. And not deal with this so that's a fun way to describe them <laughs> yeah um we think a little bit more about johannes and the fact that he is a demon and he has an angel who can like whose whole thing is like gateways and like you know opening doors to places and it has a huge fucking domain and so it'll probably declare itself lord in the next 15 20 minutes or whatever <laughs> i mean she doesn't say awesome. it exactly like that but you know yeah um, and it'll be a, a hot, quick, fast, whatever lordship. Um, it kind of reminds me of how Charles at the beginning was like, I'm going to be Carmine for four and a half days and it's going to be wild. Mm -hmm. Um, I feel like there's some sort of like, I'm a Barbie girl in a Barbie world, <laughs> but like something about, you know, you can brush my hair, undress me anywhere or something the but like about face all being able to take him anywhere mm. come on barbie let's go party oh uh, yeah then that should be face all's voice god i'm so excited okay moving on um so blake sometimes feels like agitated or sends up memories or whatever and you know that's upsetting sometimes um but yeah so then rose decides to drop the knowledge of like yeah you know why space exists and why it's so like big and black and empty like Grandma Rose demons. was pretty sure it was demons. <laughs> like, well, and fuck. so, you know, like, they're going to completely and totally fuck us over and defile us all. And Rose thinks that this is inspiring and is confused when everyone is like, <laughs> when it's not <laughs> falling into themselves in agony um, and despair. <laughs> She's like, oh, I thought that was like a call to arms, not like a you should give up now sort of statement hmm. hmm and blake kind of tries to help and rose is like no it's uh. but also you know and she tries to get them focused and isadora helps out so like you know they they focus up and um so you know rose explains some more of grandma rose's plan like okay like grandma rose studied this and she found a way out for our family and you know she realized that she would use a demon to break the family line, um, it should slash should have ended with me. Um, Rose was designed to outlast the rest of her cousins. Um, Blake was designed to die quickly after helping Rose establish a foothold. Um, yeah. But if Rose didn't make it and the other Thorburns stepped in, there was a high likelihood they would use the demon to attack people who knew how to send the demon back at them. <laughs> Um, and then at the end, there's Paige, who's a lesbian. So, you know, <laughs> if if all else fails, lesbian. <laughs> lesbian. <laughs> Which is, like, I mean, sperm donors exist. You know, like, as if it has to be, like, bi if, you know, like, not a if adoption doesn't count. Bleh. 
they're still sperm donors. So it's not the best bet. Um, oh, I yeah. almost wonder if Grandma Rose, like Grandma Rose, knew things in Toronto or whatever. And I wonder if she like knew Isadora and like was like, I kind of like this grandchild. I will like get her out of this by sending her Isadora's way. Or if uh, there is something like that, because it still seems I mean, it just seems like Ambrose was a little bit better suited to what Grandma Rose wanted than Paige was. And then Paige was probably the least likely to send the demon at other people. And that's why she's last. That's why she's last. Um, but yeah, so, you know, Rose remembers that you have to inspire people uh, instead of just like threatening them or whatever. So she's like, they can be beat. Um, Johannes and Faisal were big, like, question mark, question marks. But maybe they still are. Like, maybe they're like, they're still the key to bring down the lawyers. Um, and we can destroy them utterly and completely if we win, if we do this together. Um, and I'm not really sure how that makes sense, but it's exciting. Yeah. I mean, if that, yeah, I don't know. Fuck okay, it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Teamwork uh, makes the dream work. Yeah. Um, and then there's just like big long out silence, um, where no one wants to talk. Cause everyone's like, if I talk then I lose. And then like immaturity saves us all. Wins. Goblins are so good. Like, was this still a thing in 2013 where people would just scream penis really loud? Because I feel like that, that was the period thing of my life sure. right, died in high school, which was the a little bit before game, 2013. Right. <laughs> people try to shout that in mass. Yeah, that's like, pretty rude. It's pretty rude. It's kind of funny, but like just like start with like a whisper. Penis. And then penis. Penis. <laughs> penis. Penis. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Um... And so thank God for this goblin to break the tension. And yeah, so Elder Sister is like, um, that's nice and all, but we're going to continue to not give a fuck about other people or the universe as a whole. And like not, I mean, she has a point in terms of not risking things getting worse, but she's also kind of ensuring that they will just not quickly. Yeah. Um, and you know, she points out that Rose is created by a demon, and so how can we trust you? And stuff. And Rose is like, okay, do you have literally a better plan? And she's like, yeah, we'll just ignore it. We'll put up, like, good wards, like we did with Orr, and some people are going to get through, and, like, it'll be less mm. than, you know, it was until they fall apart again. Um, yeah. And it was like the hyena. We just, like... Stuck it in the forest until we could like blackmail some like dumbass diabolist into Taking fighting it for it. us. Yeah, <laughs> until an opportunity to deal with the problem. What the fuck? <laughs> like, so then Evan loses it, which like good for you. Like you deserve to scream in their faces. Um, Meg's kind of is like Evan, please, Evan, please. But also like no, go off. Yeah, like, I mean, yeah. absolutely. Heck yeah. Um, I agree. <sighs> so awful um but anyway we get the two well mags is like okay elder sister what do you want like what what is your thought about what we should do and she's like well the domain's really strong and so that sucks that that's you know going down but uh we can just like get other people out and we'll condemn jacob's bell so he can't be the lord of it and they just get all that domain and shit and, you know, probably 
the Thorburns or whatever. We don't have to talk about that. And Rose is like, okay. Or Max is like, okay, Rose, what do you want? And Rose is like, well, I want to take down Johannes and hurt the lawyer's power base. But also, I want to invite Miss Lewis in here and have her offer you all mm-hmm. a way out. And I want her to not hear yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, all right. Um, like I want I want you all to stand with me. Um one of the most admirable things about Blake is how he doesn't give up and how he is like stubbornly righteous. Yeah. Um like Blake fights for what is right and doesn't accept less. Um like at the core I think of who Blake is. <laughs> and it's I mean, maybe this isn't them fusing again or whatever, but I don't think Rose was just like, I must survive at all costs. It's really gratifying to see that, like, Rose is also like, no, this is the right thing and we need to do it. Um, And, you know, Blake's whole, I want to, like, I'll fight the monsters. Like, like he wasn't going to let things sit by. Um, Like, he was, I wonder if he would even tried to go by and pose again and stuff. Like, he, you know, he figured out how to beat or he, like, destroyed the hyena like he i don't know blake's awesome he is awesome all right well then they decide they're gonna invite miss lewis inside (laughs) (laughs) which is a fun way to stop the chapter um rose manages to convince elder sister that she can't be the first one to be like yeah i'm out because then you know it'll be like this avalanche of everyone being like yeah okay um and um yeah um, so that's kind of the this the 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 win condition or something is kind of set in terms of like if people say yes to Miss Lewis, like Rose is kind of lost. But if it's a no, then that's great. Um Yeah. And yeah, so oh, um before they invite her in, Rose kind of lays out the idea that Face All has about humanity. Um that humans aren't creation or destruction humans are change um humans are very powerful and kind of a fledgling force but like that's why we should have hope because yeah we can change things um which is really hopeful it is very hopeful yeah all right cool and then yeah she comes in and she's like we'd like to offer an out to those uninvolved parties and then no one says anything which is a good thing, I think. <laughs> Yay. Uh, it seems right. like, you know, they're not all just like, yes, please. Yeah, it's always good. All right. Now we're going to talk about our pill and comparison section. And yeah. you kind of wrote like something up above that that is <laughs> yeah, a pill yeah. and comparison thing. So I don't know if you want to go over that, but I feel like that's a good place to, to go. I had a thought right at the end of this chapter that like, is being on Charles's side worse than being on Rose's? Um, because it took a lot of outs, like a lot of offered outs, but people have taken outs from Charles's side, um, and he's not fighting a demon. <laughs> yeah. Like the, you know, Yoon and some of those kids bailed, and then we just saw more of the St. Victor's kids bail um, with Raymond's help. Um, and... I mean, I don't know, you know, what happens in the next five seconds, so I don't know if everyone's like, fuck yeah, or whatever, but uh, it's funny to think that, like, people are 
and people are more willing possibly to fight this demon with this diabolist than uh work for a judge <laughs> yeah it's pretty funny actually <laughs> yeah i don't know All if this right. reminded you of anything not right now but i'm gonna be honest i'm like very exhausted That's so fair. probably not right now but let's talk about your bold and specific prediction <sighs> okay sorry i was thinking about this earlier and i thought i had something but um i already said when i thought blake we'd re-enter blake's head i guess um and then evan will be a fire sparrow um that's right uh should i just like put in some some little voice things like you could just input what your your prediction is later be like oh do you have a question that's really insightful malia (laughs) wow i never would have thought of it that way huh that would have been really exciting wow what a twist that was a good little sound bite there do you have a question like a prompt uh... no malia i'm losing my mind i'm about to fall asleep right here because i keep waking up early as hell no i do not have a prompt for you yeah i my prompt is this the podcast you need a bold and specific prediction and uh, how about like well i mean i could come up with some weird predictions but that wouldn't make sense <laughs> for me to come up with predictions. <laughs> so I'm not going to do that for you. But um, make it about Johannes. Okay. Uh, oh, uh, we'll have an epic showdown. We'll, mm, we will see the inside of Barbie Johannes's domain. Mm, it's like the Barbie dream home. <laughs> Is the Barbie Dream Home a salon? I mean, the Barbie Dream Town has to have a salon. Barbie definitely had a salon at one point. Cool. So, heck yes. That's right. All right. Sweet. Okay, guys. So, our previous discussion question was basically like, if you had to name a boat after an other verse ship, what kind of boat would it be and what would you name it? Um, so, we didn't make a Reddit thread because Reddit was <laughs> closed for a little bit because of protesting shitty things that reddit's doing um so i'm just gonna say there are some really good names and some really good boats and if malia and i ever get a boat we're gonna put a poll out with all the names and we're gonna name our boat whatever the wedding ship is yep all that to say we were too disorganized to pour through discord yep (laughs) (laughs) look but you're just gonna have to take our word for it there's some pretty sweet ships and names yeah, one thing I learned was that I don't really know what a lot of the ship names were. Like, we didn't say, also explain. So we just get a boat and we get a name and I'd be like, who's that? <laughs> and that I think was the only ship I remember was like an icebreaker boat called Painsley. Yeah. That's the only one I remember. Painsley which is pretty good. It's pretty yeah. good one. Okay. We have a new discussion question, which is a pretty sweet discussion question. Um what attractions would you want to see in a real world world theme park based on the other verse? And what would you even name it? Like yeah. the North End. That's what you put. Yeah, I'm too tired like, to understand. Johannes wanted to make Disney World for others. That's but right. But this would be in the real world. The real world. Like like the Wizarding World of Harry Potter, but other verse. That's just really funny to like 
Like what kind of what kind of like gift shops or restaurants would there be? What kind of rides? I'd want to have like, like people dressed up. Each of the kind of tiers. Um yeah, they definitely have to have people dressed up. And then there could be some pretty cool like dark rides or something, probably, with like a oh my god, where you like go through the abyss in one and you like barely make it out. That'd be fun. <laughs> That's terrifying. Yeah, no, that'd be really horrible and I don't want that'd it. That'd be really uh, cool. I'd do maybe it. a path. Path. It all it would all be For path sure. themed so that it's not horrible. That's a great idea. Oh, and I know you want to talk about something. I'm trying it's to decide if we should talk about that. Let's talk about it next time because we're gonna yeah. bring up this discussion question anyway. Yeah. We yeah. could talk about that. And I could yeah. talk about what I was gonna talk about. And right now, yeah, I'm yeah, like, we're good. I don't I don't know if I'm fun tired. I think I'm just tired, tired. That's fine. So Lo siento. But thanks for listening. We really appreciate it. Really like you guys. Muchos gracias. De nada. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please subscribe, share it with your friends, and leave a rating and a review. To support our podcast, go to patreon.com slash doofmedia. Is it forward slash? Is it backslash? It's backslash. It's backslash. Do we ever use forward slash? No. I mean, not really. But, I mean, maybe we do. But anyway, it's a backslash this time. And if you'd like to support Wild Bo as he continues to write the fantastic stories, he also uses a backslash in his Patreon. Is it a forward slash? I don't know, Malia. I'm just following whatever you say. say Now I don't remember. You know what? Go go message them on Twitter. Go message them on fucking hell. It's a slash. I know. They always (laughs) say the direction. And I can't remember what it is, even though everyone say says it. I think it's a forward slash. It's a backslash. Slash. Sounds no, like no, I'm it's, in a backhand. It's a forward slash. Okay. slash backslash. Fuck. Uh, so I'm getting whiplash. Uh, it's so confusing. Okay. Um, Twitter us at Pale Comparison to tell us if it's forward slash or backslash because we need help. Indeed. Don't you put any eat. of this in the episode. No, What's wrong with you, Malia? Don't you could also email us. <laughs> What's ro- Wait, I didn't even say his Patreon thing. Patreon.com oh. slash Wildbo. Give Please him money. give him money. Give that man some fucking money because he's working his butt off. He mm-hmm. works his butt off and 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 he needs some money. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Okay. And there's a slash in, in there. So there. Keep an eye out for our Reddit thread at r slash parahumans, where you can answer our discussion question and share your thoughts on this episode. In addition, if you'd like to see all of my predictions laid out, check out our episode description for a link to a prediction checker. Next episode, we will be covering chapters 16.4 and 16.5. All right, guys. Fun fact. Um, apparently in the early, tw- early 20th century, people said, fuck normal shoe polish. We're going to shine our shoes using fucking champagne because we're that fucking bougie. And there's a fucking shoe designer these days, uh, Olga Berludi, who's, I don't know, they're owned by like the Louis Vuitton, blah, blah, people. She still uses Dom Perignon to polish her fucking shoes because uh, she's rich and can waste money. Would that even work? I, mean, I don't I guess. know, man probably doesn't matter. i mean they used to do it probably just looks wet and <laughs> so it looks shiny <laughs> yeah okay yeah i mean i don't know i've never spilled champagne 
on myself and been like, oh, that improves my look. <laughs> like, like, oh, did you, why didn't I have just... you ever spilled champagne and then rubbed it in real good? I mean, maybe when I was drunk, but I don't remember. <laughs> like, it didn't help the look. I don't think so. I don't, I've definitely never spilled on my shoes and whipped out like a rag and started polishing that baby, you know, like shoe shining it up. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, what a waste of fucking, like, if you're going to use champagne, like, use, like, that, like, what is it, Andre's or whatever, you know? Like, that really, like, th- that's the type, right? Like, the $5 oh, sure. champagne. Like, don't use fucking expensive shit. Use, yeah, Andre. Yeah, it's, it's like five bucks a bottle. It's going to do the same thing, <laughs> which is probably nothing. Which is not a lot, yeah. It's not a lot, <laughs> you know? I mean, that's why they're rich. You know, she's rich and she can, she doesn't, she probably doesn't even wear the same fucking shoes. Like, she probably wears them once and then that's it. Like, you know, right, be so like, oh, if she ruined them by pouring champagne I, on them. Yeah, I don't care if I'm going to ruin them. I'm still going to use, I'm going to put Dom Perignon all over them. I'm going to get, I'm going to get like a, a fucking high end bathtub or like kiddie pool, but a high end one. You know, not the Walmart one. It's going to be one that has like Louis Vuitton logo all over the outside of the inflatable pool. And then I'm going to fill it up with Dom Perignon and just like put some fucking caviar in there just because, you know, why not? It's expensive and just stick some gold leaf because people (laughs) like doing that shit. Right. And then you just and just just throw shoes in. just throw your shoes in and then just get in there, you know, just get in, take, take a, take a weird swimming thing with no. your champagne caviar disgustingness and just realize you're that fucking rich that you can just throw money at stupid things or build Cuscotopia, which is something we'll talk about next week. <laughs> if we remember. Okay. That makes more sense. Cuscotopia makes more sense. Like filling, Okay, but I want to like I want to know what the stupidest like logo high end stuff is. Cause, like, do they have any like designer like inflatable kitty pools? Because that would be really funny, but also really like depressing at the same time. Um, like I'm googling designer kitty pools, and the first one that comes up is funboy.com, which apparently Kylie Jenner and Rihanna they use them to make floaty things those look so basic why why okay well some of them look kind of fun i guess but like ooh, they've got like the some... most expensive ones i'm seeing are like 125 oh there's 100 but that looks they like have a, a bunch of adults in there <laughs> they have a float a pool float that's shaped like a golf cart <laughs> Red. it doesn't look like a good golf cart I'm gonna be honest, I wouldn't really it, but it looks like a car type of a thing. And that's $99, which is way too much money for, for I found that. a water hammock for a thousand dollars. A water hammock. Yeah, I don't know what it means, but it floats. It floats. I mean, that's pretty cool. <laughs> that's like what you want. You want your floaty to float, right? Right. You gotta spend a thousand dollars to really yeah. make sure. May really make sure it floats. Yeah. Well, because only the rich can make sure it floats because it's a floaty, but like it has to be like in. 
Okay, that was a fucking ridiculous picture. They had like these two models just like sitting on the inside of this fucking golf cart floaty. It just <laughs> it just looked really bizarre. Like they're trying to look really cool and hot and stuff, but they're sitting in like what looks like a kid's toy. You know, <laughs> it just it's like I mean, it's like you guys look you still look cool and everything, but like it's you know because <laughs> you're gonna look cool no matter what. You're gonna look hot no matter what. But like. <laughs> That, that still looks like a kid's toy, you know. <laughs> oh my gosh! Okay, yeah. Anyway, this is ridiculous. I want, I want this. No, no. I want to get a floaty thing. Okay. I want to get some floats. I champagne has bubbles that would probably help you float, right? Mm-hmm. If you had a champagne pool, would you get like a carbonator thingy just to keep it carbonated? Like, would they, or would you just keep emptying it and, like, filling it with new champagne each time? I don't know. It's so gross. All of it's gross. Of course gross. it's gross. It's so gross. But rich people don't care. They just pay money. They pay money for all that <laughs> gross, weird shit. So I'm trying to think about it, okay? I'm trying to get into the mindset of a rich person who doesn't care that, like, mm-hmm. I'm swimming in the fermented Ew. grape juice. You know, like that's yeah. what I want because uh-huh. I'm rich and I don't have any joy in my life. So I have to pay for weird experiences that no oh, one else would care about. Too real. <laughs> There's a disco dome floaty. Okay. For the record, I've tried to take the off ramp to allow you to sleep like three times. Like, you won't this is it. what happens when I get too tired. I just start talking. I've passed the threshold. There's a disco dome, and I'm disappointed because it's not even a real disco ball at the top. It's an inflatable ball that looks like a really shitty <laughs> disco ball. It's not even reflective. Has like one has like a fake reflective thing on it, and oh, this fun. whole stupid disco dome is like three hundred and fifty dollars. It Woo. doesn't even have a real disco ball on it. Uh-huh. And the disco ball sold separately. It's not even so. <laughs> oh my gosh! Ah, uh, like it's three hundred and fifty dollars. I can't even give you the fucking disco ball with it. <laughs> oh, Malia, that's terrible. That's pretty bad. Pretty bad. That's pretty bad. On they're, that note, they're trying to look like they're having night, so Jenny. much fun. They're trying to look like they're having no. so much fun. No, look, it's over. They have a, a, a pink retro f- phone float. No. It looks like a phone. They've got no a fun. pair of red lips that's a float. They've got like the Barbie bee thing. They've got a Barbie speedboat thing. <sighs> oh, they have a double rainbow. My song. Do you have a double song rainbow. Goes? No, kind of, but not really. I'm distracted by the double rainbow one. I actually want the double rainbow one. Okay, it's. I, let me show you this one. It's a rainbow floaty, and then it has a rainbow floaty cooler. I mean, where would I use this? I don't know, but like, I kind of want it. I want the rainbow, rainbow, and then yeah, like it looks fun. Oh, the cooler. Isn't that cool? It's almost, it's like a charcuterie floating thing. Yes. I mean, like, they made it, they try to make it look really, you know, extra, which fair. Like, you just, realistically, you'd just be filling that with ice and beer. But, like, you know, you're not going to be bringing glass in the fucking pool because you're not an idiot. Right. Like these guys. They could be plastic. That's true. 
Yeah, I'll give them the benefit of the doubt. It's probably plastic. Although they do have a bunch of limes right there, which is a terrible idea in the sun. Yeah. For everyone who didn't listen to one of my other thingies on Pillar Reflections, my favorite fact, bonus fact, bonus fact, lime juice. It's phototoxic. So if you get that shit on your skin and you go in the sun, it's going to blister and get rashy and all that kind of shit. That's just limes. Lemons don't do that. But like, be careful with limes if you go in the sun. Just wash your hands well. And uh, the more you know. Indeed. You're welcome. I try to teach people. (laughs) 